0: Position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the best linux games podcast. Go, go, go. The best Linux games, the best games available for the GNU slash lyrics operating system via the mechanism. So it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on which is Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode number sixty three of the Best Linux Games Podcast. This is being recorded for you on Thursday, uh well, twenty fifteen oh one or twenty sixteen oh one oh seven. Uh Thursday, january seventh, uh at 753 p.m. Pacific time, 1948, 24 hour time. If you're all crazy, uh, we have a very special episode of the uh, podcast for you this week. Um, instead of our usual fare, we are going to feature, uh, basically our fuck up list. This is the Scooky Sprites Fail Episode. Um, me being Scooky Sprite, um, your humble host and dedicated narrator. These are the games that I feel like I've spent the entire year talking about, but really haven't given anywhere near enough attention to throughout last year. And none of these are on special sale. None of these are on... Well, you know, I don't know that... I haven't checked to see if any of these are on special sale. And part of that, part of the reason behind that, The reasoning behind that is, I literally went through every game that I bought this this last year, just line by line, and without you know going to the store page or anything, without considering you know the deals and stuff like that. uh, We won't have a deal section this week. I wanted you know to see which games jumped out at me. That I somehow did not talk enough about. So let's get straight to it, shall we? Um, first off, in our fail episode, uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny, fail episode. Let's open up our Steam client, see if we can get some audio from these mofos, because we only have uh, two, four, five, we, we only have uh, five games here. Um there, there are ten on my list, but several of them, you know, they're not gonna they're not gonna miss a mention. Like, you know, for instance, Sid Meier's Civilization Five, which, you know, I mean, if you're into that kind of game, which I'm definitely into that kind of game, and it's a magnificent game. But I mean, you you already know about it, you already heard about it, and uh you know that you can play it on Linux. Here are the games that I think that I should have I felt like I talked a lot about, but I didn't. We'll start with Galak Z. This is G-A-L-A-K-hyphen-Z. So, Galak Z is a uh, top-down, two-dimensional... Here we go. Let's see if we can get some uh, audio from them. uh Two-dimensional... (laughs) Huh. Love song. I mean, it is really—it is really a love poem. Oh boy! Oh yeah, bitches, Galaxy. Um, with attack and beam. Um, to. Well, here's what. I, here, here are the notes that I wrote down for Galaxy. Galaxy is almost everything one could want from an in-depth 3D science fiction spaceship combat flight simulator, like a la Privateer, Wing Commander, or X-Wing, etc., but it's all packed into the deceptively simple package of a top-down space shooter rendered in two dimensions, pseudo two dimensions, because everything in the game is actually rendered in 3D, and they're... There is a jump button that allows you to jump over shots. Um but what does all that mean? It basically means that Galaxy is like the Millennium Falcon of space shooters. You know, she might not look like much on the surface at first. Um she might seem a little bit expensive at first, but she's got it where it counts. And what do I mean by that? It is a supremely Deep, simple deep, addictive deep, um, strategic deep, blast it up deep, um, story deep, uh <laughs> by story deep, I, I mean that in quotes. Like you will find yourself really liking these characters very quickly, um, and you will find yourself Infuriated and delighted by the challenge of the gameplay, which is completely, um, it's not completely free form. It's not a rogue like game. Um, but the, the, the opponents that you face in the game, the way they try to take you out are the ways that you try to take them out. And then there's also all sorts of, um, energy, uh, not energy, um, uh, resource gathering, etc., um, that you can go into for bonus, you know, stuff that's all non-scripted, etc., 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 once you get really good at the game. And one of the most fun things about Galaxy Z is that after your first two hours, three hours playing the game, like you'll feel like you've gotten pretty good at the game but then you—that's only when you start to realize just how complicated everything that you're doing actually is, um, and that's when you start to get white knuckled on the controller, and it's just a joy to play from there on out. Um, I—it's I, one of the games that I, Galaxy and City Skylines are probably two of the games that I really wish that I could have spent another ten hours playing over the last uh 12 months but don't worry i'm banging it out right now i'm already i think i've logged four hours in galaxy galaxy right now is currently 20 bucks um and it's not an early access or anything like that it's 20 bucks and trust me it is absolutely worth is the highest you know basically the highest you know uh honor i can bestow a game but bestow upon a game on this podcast galaxy is absolutely worth 20 bucks every it's a it's a game you love to play because every ounce of gameplay and possibility and and nuance and oh man it's it's so Tuned and channeled and chopped and, and loaded and lured and oh man, it's like going to a strip club. It's that good. Um but it doesn't make you depressed at the end. It doesn't make you want to set yourself on fire. Or, oh God my life. No, I'm kidding. Um it it's a joy to play and it's filled with surprises, actually. Um and you can tell that every effort went in, and not just every effort, because effort's one thing. Like, you know, you can look at the Sistine Chapel, which I've seen. I've seen it in person. And you can be like, wow, every effort went into making this great work of art, quote unquote. That means nothing. If the work of art doesn't, you know, grip you by your balls, doesn't, you know, fucking shove it, you know, if there's no <gasps> moment to it, then, you know, the medium ain't the message here, kids. Then, uh, you know, all the effort in the world doesn't mean shit. Galaxy, it comes really close to succeeding on basically all cylinders in terms of meeting, you know, the intent. Um, And, it, oh, man. Just, it's absolutely worth 20 bucks If you have 20 bucks and you want a space shooter that will just dominate your mind, a la Unlike any other space shooter, by the way, I should say this, unlike any other space shooter that is available for uh, Linux via Steam, um, I can think of three games that off the top of my head that I've played, you know, over the last 18 years-ish that are in the same caliber as Galaxy. One of them would be Armada. I'm just throwing this out that Armada was a title for the Dreamcast. Um and this is in, galaxy is infinitely superior to armada um another one my favorite uh, side scrolling space shooter of the last you know 20 years um vic viper has come on in time god damn it uh for playstation 3 uh or for playstation 2 um oh god i always get confused with i think it's gradient it's the one where vic viper and t3109 his faithful trusty ship Time travel from the beginning to the and anyway, trust me, Galaxy awesome game. So that's Galaxy. Up next, we have the Magic Circle. And speaking of games that are you know games, you know the, the medium of the video game as you know work of art. Um, there is and beyond that, uh, you know the medium not being the message and shit. Well, here's a game that goes so meta. My name is Ishmael Gilder. I am the writer, director, and leading actor of the Magic Circle. The -the state-of-the-art 4D graphical reimagining of the hit text adventure that launched my career. And by the way, yes, that is Dr. Venture from the Venture Brothers, uh, whose name escapes me right now. For 20 years since then, they've told me it's good enough. But I knew better. And at last, it is worthy of you. You! Bullshit! So, the Magic Circle uh, places you in, like, this really crazy inside baseball. Um, Inside the, you know, not the comedy mind, but inside, like, the mind of a development team that has basically been marooned (laughs) by this unwinnable war that um, the game's creator uh, envisioned. Which is kind of the way I feel about my book, Blue Wizard is About to Die, trying to finish the 10-year anniversary introduction, and I'm a year late already. Um, You want to talk about meta? Meta This game is so meta, it's I mean, you know, there. That's how meta it is. You basically break the game. This this rough... The rough surface of the game. It It's so smart. It's so funny. It's actually incredibly fun to play. It's very compl- complicated. But it's also very simple. And it is drop-dead fucking fun. Gorgeous. I can't believe that this game has only gone 325 reviews. It came out July 9th, 2015, and I, I've only logged like 3 hours in it, but uh, I've done some crazy shit. I've done some crazy shit in the Magic Circle, because basically what you do is you combine, um, you can you can take any element of the game, like any enemy, any object, and then strip it down to it's basically functional programming. Uh, not fun- it's basically uh, object-oriented programming. You can strip it down into its methods, so you can ascribe behaviors and attributes to it, all of which you have ripped from other objects. And this is how you go about solving the puzzle. It's not a puzzle game, but that's basically the the big, broad outlines of it as you explore from the interior retroactively of what, what goes into making a video game and how badly it can go off the rails. Um, especially if you are as old as I am, and I know there's probably no one left who is as old as I am. You know, lo these many thousands of years... Um, especially if you remember, uh, fondly the glory days of text based adventure games. Because basically, what this, the premise of this game is, it's this guy who, for the last 20 years, has been trying to create the definitive version of his text based adventure game for whatever the platform of the day is. So it walks you through. All of these mishmash of eras, like, there's, like, you know, the whole, um, System Shock era, there's, um, this whole weird, basically most of the game takes place in this glorious black and white, um, uh, kind of, um, wireframe fantasy world, but that's just kind of, like, what holds all of these other ideas together, and your job is to f- break the fucking game because these guys are not going to do it, and you get to eavesdrop in on, like, you know, development conferences, and th- I don't want to ruin – it's it's a difficult game to talk about, and it's – actually, now that I'm trying to talk about it for reals, it's not – that's surprising to me that i have not spent that much time talking about it this year because it's it's a game you need to play bottom line the magic circle circle c r <laughs> oh god i almost i almost tried to say 1999 uh and circle at the same time the magic circle um is $19.99 and uh i'm only 4 hours into it but I've never played another game like it, and uh it's it's a fantastic game. Literally a fantastic game. Uh especially if you're an old an old lunatic like like myself, like like yours truly, the magic circle will warm your heart. So, the magic circle is 20 bucks. I highly, highly recommend it. I would say, although this is not a review. I would, because I haven't beaten it yet, Um, I haven't had time, Um, but I would say that the Magic Circle is about 80% up there on my completely worth buying it at full price. Blah. And by the way, that's the other thing about this episode that I, I really wanted to stress is that for the last two months... Because of all of these unremitting sales that Steam has been, you know, going through. And just basically the general focus of this podcast seems to have been going towards this whole what you can pick up super cheap right now. And not quite as much as I, maybe not quite as much as I would like towards the best part of the best Linux games? I mean, the best part of the Best Linux Games podcast isn't that this is the best ga- best podcast about games available for Linux. This is the podcast that has the games that are the best available for Linux. So that's what we try to feature and highlight, etc. Okay, so we had Galaxy and the Magic Circle, um, neither of which are on any sort of sale, but are very much Worth your time and attention, even at full price. Then we have Mercenary Kings. Hmm, excuse me. Let's see. Mercenary King. Oh, excuse me. Mercenary Kings. M E R C E N A R Y K I N G S. This game I've spent a significant amount of time with. This is a side scrolling, uh, shooter a la Contra. Um, kind of a la Metal Slug I have talked about it I'm going to say like months and months ago Um, I've logged 28.3 hours in Mercenary Kings you can play it online with your friends it has full um, controller support it's wacky like Metal Slug but it is humongous Like, um, I don't know, man. Just imagine, like, you know, 30 hours of straight up side scrolling platformer, and I still haven't beaten this game with a crafting component. Um, awesome characters, uh, great sense of humor, but blah, really nice. Difficulty curve up until the very end. The la- Like, where I am in the game, I don't ever see myself beating this fucking game because it's gotten so difficult. But it, it did give me 28.3 hours of some of the best side-scrolling Contra-esque slash metal slug style um, shooter with all these customizable weapons and all of this crafting and stuff. Um, so... I gotta say that definitely, Mercenary Kings. If you want a side-scrolling platformer, you know, a la, you know, side-scrolling shooter slash platformer, a la Metal Slug, then absolutely, um, Mercenary Kings is worth full price, twenty bucks. Go get it now. Um, well, uh, oh, I re- what I, what I said about it in in my recommendation, I can't. I wish that it showed um, when I made this recommendation but it says "But it says, I said takes the Metal Slug series of games to the next level of insanity and awesomeness a side-scrolling shooter with mega-upgradable weapons, hard levels that's pretty much it and 28.3 hours into it I still haven't beaten it and I'm still not tired of it but it does get really hard um, so yeah that would be Mercenary Kings And then finally, uh, oh, yeah, we have two more, um, one that I, I know why I haven't talked more about this game, it's because it's almost impossible to, to describe. Universe Sandbox (laughs) 2, or, you know, squared, depends on blah, um, which I got in early access, um... Oh, it still is in early access. Right now, this game is $24.99. It is a... F- Go on YouTube and look up Z-Royal Viking. I think that's Z-E-E Royal Viking. I think that's his name. Go on YouTube and look up Z-Royal Viking's Universe Sandbox 2's um, experiments. This... This... Is an incredible simulation um, and an incredible learning tool. Um, it, it's 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 literally the universe in a sandbox. If you like going to the planetarium, like I do, if you if you have any fascination um, with the stars or, or with astrophysics or with <laughs> a great many things that are in the universe this, you've got to go get Universe Sandbox 2 which is $24.99 it's still in early access uh, here's what they have to say, why early access Universe Sandbox Squared is still in active in, still, is still in active development but it's already a fully featured space simulator that is an improvement in every way over the original after nearly 4 years of work we're proud of what we have to show and we know many fans are eager to try it out it it will blow your fucking mind for instance do you want i'll just give you a quick for instance do you want to see what would happen if um, let's say the earth had had a moon that was twice the size of our moon that orbited us in like a weird elliptical orbit and do you want to see what would happen to just our solar system over the next, you know, like, let's say, 100,000 years? Who would crash into the sun first? What gravitational fields would start to pull in terms of, like, other the other major bodies in our solar system? What would start to get pulled towards whom? And how would these orbits all work out? And then what would it look like when planets start crashing into each other? You want to see what happens if we make the sun explode right now? Done. You want to see what happens if we if we start making the sun orbit <laughs> orbit us in like a weird elliptical orbit that is also controlled by like a really crazy huge massive fucking chunk of planet like you know like let's say like pluto or jupiter like you know like three plutos and jupiters are now like twisting the orbit out of the sun, we're making the sun ha- and so, oh my god so you want to see what would happen to the Earth's climate if that happened? Done you want to project it over, you know, 10 million years 100 million years, you oh, want to you want to go back to the Big Bang? Done done, 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 done you want to see what happens if, you know, an asteroid hits the Earth you know, more or less um, tells us, you know a quarter of an inch off of our axis or whatever, what happens in 10,000 years to our climate? Done Universe Sandbox is for you. Um, It's not the easiest... uh, It's not a game, per se. It's a simulator. Um, But it is fan-fucking-tastic. So, yes. I absolutely demand that if you are... If you have any... Oh, boy. If you like the stars, if you like going to the planetarium, if you've ever owned a telescope, if you know... Or maybe if you don't know how to identify, um, you know, Venus or Mars or uh, if if you don't know how to find the North Star, if you don't know how to find the Big Dipper or whatever, don't worry about that. The, the um, not tutorials, but they have these, they're not workshops, I can't remember what they call them, but they're like little walkthroughs and there's a lot of them, there's like 20 some odd of them that, like, jump you into, like, oh, here's the possibilities of what we can do with this. It is incredible that you can have this running on your computer. Um, and the graphics are fantastic. Um, and like I said, there is a learning curve, but, you know, that's the universe for you. So that is the Universe Sandbox 2, or Universe Sandbox Squared, you know, depending on... Blah, how much you've had to drink. Um, and then finally... the. Only other game in our last two minutes that I, I really feel very bad for not having mentioned more this year is Pillars of Eternity. Which I I guess partially because it is so exp- it was so expensive when it originally came out. It still is very, very expensive. It's $44.99, so if you didn't pick it up during any of these sales, then you're kind of shit out of luck. It's a very difficult game, but it was kick and basically developed, you know, crowd-funded and everything, basically from the ground up, um, by some of the best, uh, minds and role-playing games, uh, that are currently, you know, working in software development. And it's, it's really difficult, but it will suck you in. And it has a narrative... If you want to spend... Literally, I spent like five hours creating my character in this fucking game. And I loved every second of it. And then I spent... I uh, Let's just... Check out how how long I've spent in this game. I've only spent six point three hours playing Pillager of but everyone has loved this game, and I loved it too. It's very difficult, though, and it has a uh, different, um, a different kind of uh, approach to the rule set, more or less. You know, it's not Wizards of the Coast. It's not you know the next Baldur's Gate game. Um which is one of the things that makes it so special. Um and yes it is expensive, but if you are looking for an isometric role-playing game that you can play by yourself that will just suck your life away in terms of the the sheer depth of of a uh, of you of of the way that you are allowed to experience and participate in your character's own unique you know adventure in this role playing game um Pillars of Eternity I heartily recommend it uh at $44.99 you know it's up to you but it it's a fantastic game um if you're more like if you're more like me um, and kind of a pick up and, and, uh, pick up and play. And you like to play with your friends and stuff. Um, I would recommend Torchlight 2, which is another game that I, that came to Linux this year that I wish we had spent more time talking about. But anyway, so to recap, that'll do our, that, that'll do us for our, um, episode 63, uh, Scookies um, games that we did not spend enough time talking about in 2015. Um, and our titles were Galak Z, G-A-L-A-K hyphen Z, uh, two-dimensional, uh, top-down, um, space shooter. That is just fabulous. That's actually probably the best game on this list. Then we had the Magic Circle, which is the, the meta, the game about the meta-game of developing a game. Um, uh, Magic Circle. Then we had, uh, Mercenary Kings that's Mercenary as in Merc Kings M-E-R-C. Um, Mercenary Kings which is a side-scrolling platformer uh, a la Contra, a la Metal Slug um, fabulous game um, then we have the Universe Sandbox 2 or Squared depending on how much whiskey you've had um, it's been a long day for me and then we had uh, Pillars of Eternity an isometric um, role-playing game that was uh, kickstarted and funded and completely developed basically with the hive mind's will um, at large. So I will see you next week when uh, we will have more badass Linux games. Cheers, thanks for uh, listening. uh, Tell your friends. Um, Next week we're going to have a hopefully a complete review of two games that I really wish that uh, hadn't come to Linux in the last week of 2015 um that would be saints row uh 4 and saints row gat out of hell um i beat saints row 4 oh my god that is a fantastic game um after a two i beat saints row 4 this morning after a two year pause between um my game and then finally i oh man and it runs so great on Linux and then I started a uh, Saints Row Gat out of hell. So I will see you next week. Um you can find us on the web, www.bestlinuxgames.com My name is Scooky Sprite, also known as Seth Fingers Flyn S-K-O-O-K-I-E-S-P-R-I-T-E. You can find me on Steam, friend me on Steam, and etc. on Steam, and we will play games together. Definitely check out Universe Sandbox uh two on YouTube just to get a sense of what you can do. $24.99 that is an un it gives you the whole fucking universe right there especially as like a teachable moment if you have kids I mean it's breathtaking that and Galaxy which is equally breathtaking but in a blast them up kind of fun kind of way alright cheers happy new year that's the last time I'm going to say it this year so better make it count <laughs> later days